amplified impact for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs turning their gifts into assets. This is a space to open your heart even deeper as you learn how to tune into your mission and connect with your clients, the ones who you dream to serve, and create massive impact in their lives. I'm here to inspire you to take time for yourself so you can be the leader in your life and your business, one who stands out and thrives. This is the place where women just like you create wealth from the inside out. I'm so excited for this episode, and I know that I say that probably in every single one, but this is something that has been coming up a lot for myself, clients that I'm working with, friends. It's an energy right now. It's something that's in the air. Money, mindset. Oh, money, money, we need it. It's an energy. And I feel like there's so many different layers of healing our relationship with money. Society has taught us things about money. Growing up, Consciously or unconsciously, our parents have taught us about money. Going through school, they teach us nothing about money. We learn how to get a job and work hard nine to five only to barely pay the bills. And it's just a straight up hustle. And then we become entrepreneurs and we're on this path of financial liberation. And then there are blocks There are feelings, there are thoughts, there are hurdles, and something after being on the beach this morning with a dear friend that I was really thinking is like, this is similar to motherhood or life or being human. There's always another layer to heal. We have conscious limiting beliefs when it comes to money, but the the ones that really get us are the ones that are underneath the surface that we don't, we didn't even know we have or we had. And then it surfaces and we're like, wait a minute, what are you doing here? I thought I healed this. I thought we went there before. And it's like, oh no here you go again and something that really has shown up for me is like even when you make double what you're making now or triple what you're making now or you get yourself in the room of people making like you can't even fathom that amount of money there's always this fear that what if you lose it what if it goes away or there's still this energy of like oh my god I have a bill to pay And this like near death experience when big money goes out, yet you have this dream to make big money and the frequencies are just completely different. And so what do we do? How do we do it? And what I've really been looking at is my own relationship with money since I was a little girl, I want to say. I've always had the ability to make money, work really hard, save a lot of money, and yet I used to be the person that would hold and grip it and never let it go. 
I was too afraid. And then I got into personal development and investing and learning. And I would do yoga teacher training after yoga teacher training. And then it went into coaching after coaching program, into coach after coach. And it was okay for me to spend, invest money when I was learning and then self-care on massage and acupuncture and eating organic food. But there was still a block when it came to things. I was okay to spend and invest money on experiences, to travel, to learn, to grow. And then there was this like, that much money on a house? That much money on a car? New clothes? Like, I don't buy new clothes. I don't get new things. And there was this like minimalist mindset. And I am an advocate for the earth. And I believe that we need to take care of her. And then also there was this realization that I was holding myself back from the things that I truly desired, like comfort, being comfortable and having the freedom to do and wear and grow wherever I wanted. And it was this thing of like, oh, Amber, you have to let go. You have to release the grip. And it's this level of trust When we are able to earn money, to trust our investments, to trust our desires and where we spend the money, how we enjoy the money, and what it is we feel when we let the money go. And it's this frequency of trust that it's okay to spend money because I know money's coming. And then we get to look at, okay, I just spent a lot of money. Do I go back to a mindset now I need to work hard to get more money? Or can we trust that money is going to come in easily and effortlessly when we give ourselves permission to use the money that we have, how it is that we desire? And if you feel locked up in investing your money and skills, but you're okay with saving it, what is it actually costing you to not invest in the skills that are going to allow you to help more people and give more value to your clients? I love to be able to invest in myself rather than cryptocurrency, property, stock market, save it in my bank account, my RIA, because if I can invest two, three, four thousand dollars right now, that over time is going to bring me in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70,000. Why not? I invested in my yoga teacher training back before I even had a savings account in 2012, and I invested it through my grandfather who let me borrow $2,500. And that's still bringing me a return on investment. I didn't get it back in the first year. I spent seven years teaching yoga, making $6,000 a year. It took me an entire year, but how much of my time? Now the skills that I've learned as a human to master my emotions, but also to serve my clients, it's still getting ROI. Then I took a yoga mastermind coaching program and I learned how to run Facebook ads. 
I learned how to create online offers. I learned how to run my business online. I created a journal. And it took me over a year to get my return on investment, but I was recording video after video after video and learning. And the skills that I acquired in this $7,500 investment that I put on a credit card is still giving me ROI, and that was in 2019. Last year in 2022, I invested over $60,000 in personal growth and development, learning different skills for my online business, self-mastery and my inner growth. And I didn't make that back yet. But I look at like, how is this going to help me and my clients and the value that I can give over the course of my career, over the course of the business and how that's going to bring me so much more than the 12% that the stock market gives. But the stock market only gives every single year 12% where the ROI on my business over the next 10, 15, 20, 40, 60 years is going to be insane. Now... My work is the trust in the quality of life and building a home and not rushing to sell it because I enjoy living next to the river. And I bring this conversation up for you is to look at where do you give yourself permission to invest and where do you block yourself? One of my clients told me the other day when we did an interview on like her experience working with me, the first retreat she ever came on with me two years ago, it was a really hard stretch for her financially to invest $2,000. And then the next year, she's like, I did it with my eyes freaking closed and I stopped buying this, this, and this because I knew the impact it has on my life. When you go on a retreat, it's a tax write-off. It gives you tools that you can use in your business. It helps you to live a better life. The ROI is way better than going out to eat all the time, buying new clothes, getting a new car, getting a new sofa, these things. And sometimes we block ourselves from investing in a retreat. We block ourselves from investing in a coaching program, but we have no problem wasting money on these things. And it just really depends on what your values are. And what we want to do is find the balance between spending and saving, learning and giving, learning and pausing to implement. Sometimes we're out there just chasing more certificates to feel worthy where actually it doesn't matter how many certificates you have, you'll never feel worthy until you know that you are already enough as you are and everything else that you're doing is extra it's when we seek external gratification from being online and our likes comments follows when we seek external gratification by being in love being in a relationship that we never fill our cup and what we want to try and do as we're healing the layers and layers and layers of money mindset is look at your relationship to how you feel when a bill comes in, what you do when you pay the bill, how you feel when you do you shop. Do you just go out and spend money when you feel empty? Do you have a conscious record of where every dollar that you make goes? Do you have goals when it comes to how much you make and how much you invest? 
Do you have dreams for how much money you want to make? And are you taking the steps to get there? Do you have this mindset where you're like, I want to make this much money, but like I'm not willing to invest in learning how? Or maybe it's like that you've invested, you've learned how, and your job is to show up and actually do the work you know what to do. That's for me really why I love being in mentorship so that I keep showing up and I stay fully invested to have that weekly meeting, to have that person to bounce ideas off with. And other times, like I have no coach, I'm implementing, but I have a business bestie. And I know that that moment in time, my investment is in the time and energy that I'm showing up to serve my clients. When we look at money, it's this reminder that money is an energy and a frequency. And depending on how you're in relationship to it, you can look at your relationship with money like you do social media, your child, your husband, your best friend. And if you treated money this way or that way, how long would that person stay in your life? If you had that mindset, the mindset that you have now, the limitations or the penny pinching or the walking on eggshells or the hoarding or the fear or the like, whatever happens, like it's fine. I'm just going to spend it all and trust it all comes next month with no plan. How long would you be married? How consistently would you show up on social media and actually have a content plan that brings you new clients? There's a dance. I don't believe that we should not buy coffee and go out and buy new things from the farmer's markets or go on vacation or enjoy. I think there's a balance between like having a plan knowing that you have a plan that's going to bring you in the amount of money that you need, getting really clear on how much money do you need in your bank account to feel safe. Sometimes there's no amount of money in the bank account that could ever make us feel safe, and that's a sign that there's another layer to heal. How much money do you need to come in just to cover expenses? How much money do you need to come in to do everything that you desire to do and save as much as you want to save? What are your income goals and why? Why do you want to make money? And if you're someone that's like, I don't need money, that's a lie. Like you can't live without money. And money does not buy or will bring you happiness. But what money does is give you the ability to create a lifestyle of choice, a lifestyle of opportunity. I desire money because I want to be comfortable with where I live. I desire money because I want to be able to eat organic food from the farmer's market. I want to be able to take my son on vacations. I want to be able to buy real estate and give him a solid place to grow from, to have the life he desires. And before him, it was for me. And now it's for my family. And I had to heal my own relationship with money when my dad died in 2019 and my stepmother like stole all of our wealth and gave my sister and I literally nothing. And she was miserable. And I'm like, I want nothing to do with money. And then I realized like, 
that doesn't mean I won't be happy because I'm so happy and money is just going to allow me to live a more comfortable and free life. And the moment my business started making money, I started donating to wildlife conservation and plastic reduction companies and giving food to children and being able to drop off food to starving kids on the road in Costa Rica. I've been able to give so much because I have the ability. I've been able to be at home with my son and the desire to work, not the need to work. And when you look at money, it's like you need to want money in order for money to come into your world. If you don't want money, imagine if you don't want your husband or you don't want your kids. It's not going to be there very long. Money is something that we need in the modern world and we have to be willing to ask for it. We have to be willing to want it. We have to be willing to work for it. I am not an advocate for four-hour work weeks because I want to work. I want to serve. I want to impact lives and that means showing up. I'm not working two full-time jobs and teaching 16 yoga classes a week anymore. And I make way more money now than I ever did when I was hustling. I had to shift that work harder equals success, especially as someone who watched her dad work 90 hours a week, even after he was diagnosed with cancer. And it literally took his life. And he was saving to live his life in retirement. He was staying in an unhealthy marriage to not be alone when his kids moved out and he died. He died before we graduated. We have to do is really look at where are we limiting ourselves? Where are we holding on? Where are we creating rules, putting ourselves in boxes? And how can we allow ourselves to create wealth and freedom from a place of trust? Just like there is so much abundance in nature, there's so much abundance in our nature, in our materialistic world. As soon as we get clear on our goals, the amount of money we need to just pay the bills and then to live the life that we truly desire, it's having the ability to ask for it and trust that it's coming without gripping. What you can do post this episode is reflect contemplation and reflection on your relationship to money and look at it like being in a relationship with your child your best friend or your partner if you had these thoughts if you acted in this way if you set these rules How long would the relationship last? And what would the quality of this relationship be like? Let there be this reminder that money is an amplification for the quality of life that you get to live and the impact that you get to 
to have on your life, your health, your family, and then other people around you. Always being reminded that money is something we can consistently work at healing like any other relationship. There will be moments where you are thriving and moments where there's work to do. And as long as you are a human being living in the material world, this is a lifelong matrimonial. Matrimony. Marriage. This is a forever thing. And you can get to a space and a place that money and you are in this as a team. And the more money that you have, the bigger impact that you can make. And for me, what I love being an entrepreneur is that the more money I have is just a mirror of the amount of impact I've been able to make. More money means more clients. More clients means more celebrations. More celebrations mean more change. And it started with me and who I am, who I've been and who I've become. Impact is the driving force. But there has to be a desire for money, to love money, to fall in love with what money brings. And knowing that, yes, of course, money will never be what brings you happiness, but the things that money can buy you will bring you a better quality of life. As a, as a yogi, it's like, how can I be in and of this world and not attached to it? As a human being living in a materialistic world that we have to have things to survive and thrive, how can we desire it without letting it control us? How can we allow it to bring more to our life than feel like it's taking away or the cause of why we don't or we can't? I'm so excited to just have this conversation and I think I'll be bringing this up more and more to the conversation. I know money has been such a hard conversation for me in my life of wanting to talk about it. But the truth is, is this is something that we get to heal in a new era where there is more potential with the, the phone in our hands, the computer in front of us, to create massive amounts of wealth so that there's more money in the hands of heart-centered entrepreneurs and yogis and healers and coaches who have a true desire to do good in the world. And that the more money we have, the better humans we've become and the more impact we get to leave behind. And as scary and sketchy and Every time I have this conversation, I feel like, oh, do I post this? What will other people think? It's like, I know how amazing it is to not need money and to be able to be present with my child and to be able to give back and to be able to show him a beautiful life while helping others create wealth from the inside out. If you're listening to this and you're like, Amber, 
Thank you so much for having this conversation. This is exactly what I needed to hear. Let me know. And if you're listening to this and you're like, Amber, you just triggered me. I think I might go and follow you. I don't want to hear from you ever again. <laughs> Let me know. Both are valid. And it'll meet you exactly where you are to look at this relationship. And when you look around you and you see all that you have and all that you are, where can you grow to have more? To have more success, more money, more impact. And be sure to share this if it resonates. And if you listen to this podcast and you haven't already, could you do me a favor? We don't run ads to the podcast. So you going to Apple iTunes and leaving us a review allows us to reach more people. And it's my dream and, and my vision to have this podcast be in the top 10 for life, business, leadership. And just one more review from you, I read them all, will mean the absolute world to me. I appreciate you for listening, for being here, for coming back. And I will talk to you in the next episode.